Welcome to the Aaron LeBauer Show. This is the number one show for passionate physical therapy and healthcare entrepreneurs looking to level up their income and impact on the world. If that's you, then you're in the right place. So sit back, chill out, and let's get into the show. Thanks for the smoothie. Cheers. 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 Mm. Welcome back to the Aaron LeBauer Show. So this is Jess. And Justin, just uh, from Wonderless PTs, I'll let her introduce herself in a moment. We've been hanging out. We've spent uh, Saturday, Sunday here um, with our Platinum Mastermind. And then there was an optional two-day skiing. And uh, we had a handful of us come up and ski. And Justin and I have been skiing today. And uh, so we thought we'd just do a recording of a show. Because why not? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Content day. Yeah. Everything, everything is content, mm-hmm. even drinking smoothies at the bookstore. Yep, this is the, uh, so where are we, the, what's the store we're at? This is Atticus. Atticus Coffee Shop in Park City. Yes. And I got the, what the bee pollen protein. Yeah. It's good. Peanut butter, banana. Peanut butter, banana. Yeah. It's delish. And they draw a little bee for you, which is better. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Jess, it's been a while since we did the podcast. It is. And we haven't, we didn't do one in person, did we? We haven't. And uh, if I, we haven't done one in person. Just on Zoom. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh, and if I think back to the first podcast we did, I was so nervous. That was like the first podcast that I've ever done. And yeah. I was extremely nervous and how things have changed in two years. Right. I mean, I'm still nervous, but <laughs> so a lot different. Let's see. Um, let's just start. Tell us, like, who you help, what do you do? Uh, I was a travel physical therapist for 10 years, and then I created a blog called Wonderless PTs, where I now help other new grads confidently become travel therapists Yep. and thrive as travel therapists and then even beyond. Nice. So um, we started working together in 2020, and yeah. you reminded me of that this week, and I was like, oh, gosh, that's been almost four years. Four years. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what was going on in just briefly, just what was going on in 2020 um, before you started and, you know, what like what was the pain point? What was happening other than COVID? Yeah, I mean, as it was for yeah. everybody. Uh, yeah, so I was a travel PT for 10 years and uh, I was on an assignment. Um, I got let go. As Were you on an assignment in Greensboro? I was. I was on an assignment in Greensboro, yeah, which good. is uh, I was planning on going to PT BizCon. Mm-hmm. Um, to reignite the fire under my bum around my blog and the business that I had created. And uh, so I was really excited when I got hit with an ad for PT BizCon because it was in Greensboro and I was supposed to be on yeah. assignment in Greensboro. And uh, I, it went virtual anyway, but um, I joined PT BizCon. That's when I met you and saw the potential for what my business could be, or you helped me to see it. Yeah. So you were... At traveler, let go. We already had this blog that was generating some money. But how much were you guys, or were you making? At that time, maybe 5000 a month, yeah. four to five, yeah, yeah, through the blog and affiliates. Yeah, awesome. And then what was your first goal? Six figures, Yeah, as it is for most PTs, right? We all just want to hit six figures. Right. We just want to make a six-figure salary. Uh, so that's, I remember we uh, we got on a call. Yeah. And I said, uh, you said, you know, just what, what is your goal? And mm-hmm. I said, I just want to make six figures. And you said, okay, do you want help doing that? Yeah. And I said, can you help me do that? Like, I didn't even know it was possible. Mm-hmm. And you said, yep. 
did you not know it's possible for you to get six figures or for me to help you or someone to help you? Oh, good question. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Um, probably both. But you were so confident in your answer that yeah. I trusted it. Because I'd had a similar conversation. You yeah. You talking about uh, John, uh, John Schumacher. Yeah. Um, he was, it was like, I, I met him through YouTube and he was a PT um, it, and he had interviewed me on his like podcast show about cash-based physical therapy. And I was in this place where I was trying to figure out how do I get my course, how do I create a course? And I'd been on this call and it was like, oh, we can help you British people make you make a course for $12,000. I was like, okay, like a $12,000 course, but I, I was like, Kids sell a hundred thousand dollars worth of courses, or you know, right. I was yeah. Like, no, yeah. I, I'm sitting there talking to John in my um, sitting in my garage talking to him on my phone. And he's like, Aaron, you have a six figure business. Mm -hmm. Like, no way. Mm -hmm. But so, like, I had had that conversation, and then was able and it to was do you it in my seat. Yes, and then you saw how yeah. it was possible, and then you were doing it, and like you had yeah. more things going on than yeah. I did at that yeah. time, and I was like, yeah, I can absolutely. Yeah, I have a blog. I had an email list. Um, not a lot of social media following, but I did have a, a course that. Um, that people mm -hmm. wanted. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I did have all of those things in alignment, just no real direction on how to best go about uh, capitalizing on it. And especially because COVID meant the end of travel PT, mm -hmm. the end of a lot of PT jobs for a long time. Yeah. Um, so were you selling people into travel PT? At that no. I, well, I, I had to transition. Right. Um, and I did. And thanks to you. And I, I had already... Uh, always wanted to create, to teach other people how I created a blog, how I created an online course and how I moved into digital, the digital PT space. I also uh, was really eager to learn about telehealth for some reason in yeah. like 2018 yeah. and had done um, some training around telehealth. So I had the uh, education around telehealth, but also blogging, email marketing, online course creation, webinars. And I wanted to roll all of that into a course where I could teach other PTs how to uh, how to be free in creating digital products for themselves. Right. Um, so that was always something that I've wanted to do. And then I can't, but I kind of put it on the back burner for a bit and COVID forced me to take it off the back mm -hmm. burner and say, okay, this is your new focus. Yeah. Um, so I launched a program where I helped PTs move into the online space. I said, guys, the patients are still out there. Yeah. We yep. just have to get to them virtually now instead of in person because it's COVID. Um, and I had, I think I've had maybe 75 or so through the program Nice. since then. What was the strategy that we implemented that yeah. made the biggest difference? Yeah. Uh, I remember saying to you, Aaron, like, I've got this program and and people want it, but I'm, I'm on so many phone calls for hours at a time and not everybody is right for the program. And you said, well, we need to create an application funnel mm -hmm. so that people are applying for your program. And then that way you're only getting on calls with the people that are the right fit. Right. Um, so that saved me probably hundreds of hours um, and also helped uh, weed out the people that might not be the right fit for the program and um, it created a system and a process that I wasn't going back and forth. When can you schedule? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just it's so much time saving there. Yeah. 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 Um, that's awesome. What difference does that make for you? I mean, so time, yeah, it was another uh, revenue stream beyond that of travel therapy, which couldn't happen at that time, as well as uh, travel therapy coaching couldn't happen as well. Right. So it was my 
pivot during COVID. Yeah. And in pivoting, it helped me to realize also that I had, I did have a six figure business and you helped me to see that. And, and it was just a matter of, um, serving in a different way. Yeah. That's awesome. And I still had other things to offer. That's awesome. So when did travel therapy come back? When did the travel, like when did people start getting travel assignments and start wanting to get back into your course and work with tra- like travel agents? Did that return? Uh, I don't, I don't know an exact date, but I could say by by twenty twenty two it was back on track. Yeah. And uh, twenty twenty three, I've never seen it better. Uh, yeah. The rates. The amount of jobs available uh, now there might be at any given time hundreds of travel jobs mm-hmm. available. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so should we talk about travel therapy or should we talk about your travel lifestyle first? Probably the lifestyle. <laughs> okay. Maybe what I'm doing right now so, or not doing. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, how many days a week do you work? It depends. Yeah. Um, I, there was a time where it was just two days a week, uh, and I was pretty strict on that. Um, I'm fortunate in that I've created systems and processes in my business and created offers and courses in a way that um, are automated, so I don't have to show up, and everything's kind of automated. Uh, but if I want my business to grow, then I do have to put more time in. Right, right. So I'm kind of in a space right now where I'm looking to grow uh, and add to the team and um, help more people. That's awesome. So I'm working more than usual, but in 2023, it was like two days a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. I remember using me like, you know, like I'm doing 30 K months and I want more. I'm like, yeah, but you're only working two and a half. (laughs) You're like, right. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty dope. So how do you create or how do you, or did you create like boundaries when around here's when I'm working, here's when I'm not working. Because mm-hmm. I have a hard time with that. Yeah. You have to schedule it. Mm-hmm. I think that was it, is um, schedule it and do things on those other days that you're looking forward to doing. I enjoy working. I know you enjoy yeah. working. And we call it working, but like, it's just... Is this really work? This isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> this is talking at a coffee shop and drinking smoothies and we were skiing. And yeah. um, it it's not work it's helping people and um so it doesn't feel like work for us but Mm -hmm. for majority of the nation i think work is associated with well you work too much yeah or there's too much yeah it's it because most people don't like what they do or they like what they do or they tolerate what they do but uh what was the question (laughs) how do do you create boundaries boundaries? say hey yeah right now i'm not working is it because you have an activity for yourself or you yeah. can't work when you're driving in your van yeah. to your destination. I mean, listening to podcasts, learning and, and all of those things that you learn while you're driving the van and listening. And that's that's learning to grow your business. But um, I would say when I was two days a week, it was like, I'm going to work on Tuesdays and Fridays. And then on Monday and uh, Wednesday, I'm going to help my sister pack at her business, mm-hmm. guinea pig subscription box business, right. gpigbox.com. Check it out. Shout out. <laughs> if you have guinea pigs, go to gpigbox.com. Yeah. Um, it, and it's fun. It, it was fun for me to be able to do that. And then um, also set time aside to like have a wellness Wednesday or yeah. take time to do whatever I need to do in the house. Or That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, all right. So you got a van. I do. You got a pretty dope van. So tell us. So the Wanderlust PT's lifestyle is uh, a lifestyle to basically, for you and other people, 
to travel and kind of live like this, like by, by design, yeah. you know, I can get a travel assignment and use it, you know, do that for three months and then take a month off mm-hmm. or use it to get more money to build the next thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So tell, tell me a little bit about what's your weekly schedule. And then I want to know, like, where are you in the van and how did that come about? Yeah. Uh, I like how you said life's by design um, because Wonderless PTs, it started as teaching PTs how to be travel therapists. And the travel therapists allowed for freedoms that other therapists don't necessarily have. Like you can take off time in between assignments. You can kind of, uh, as long as there's a job at the location you want to go to, like you can kind of pick and choose and and have that kind of freedom. And so that's kind of where Wonderlust, the, the brand and the term came in. But it's really morphed into or followed my journey as a, as a therapist. And so while it did start as a travel therapist, um, I realized that, hey, there are other ways to generate income where I'm not tied to location or time. Um, and so I'm, I'm helping people move into that space too as wanderlust PTs, not just the travel piece of it, but those who want to free themselves from location or time. Yeah. Um, so right now my van is parked in Florida Okay. And uh, while I'm skiing here, I'll fly back to Florida. And then where will we go? It's just whatever, wherever the wind takes us Yeah. Uh, right now at this point. Um, but it's also nice to be able to, like, if my family needs me or my grandparents are sick or something, I can go be with them as well and, yeah. and help them. So to have the freedom to be there for your family when you need it, but also to have the freedom to be wherever you want to be yeah. at that moment too. That's awesome. So who's helping your sister pack boxes right now? Uh, her wife. Okay. And uh, she also has another right. helper. At okay. The, yeah. And when you're in town, you do that. I do it. Yeah. Maybe a shorter day or something. Like exactly. That. Okay. Yep. That's yep. fun. So um, there's three of us, three of us with vans in the mastermind. So yep. I've got a van. Odell has it. Odell. Oh, right. Odell. Yeah. Odell. Yeah. You know, yeah, but you know, so what's in your, what's in your van? What does it look like? And describe like, yeah, how, how do you make this work? Yeah. So van life, um, for anyone interested in like van life or creating a van or what needs to be in it or not be in it, uh, I recommend just trying it and then you learn what you need or you don't need. Um, for example, I don't have a shower. Yeah. Um, that's something a planet fitness membership can solve. Right. Uh, I do have a toilet. Um, number one only. Because uh, <laughs> they do make Yeah, it. they do. Yeah. And I just, that, nope, just right. number one. Um, that it has a cooktop, induction cooktop, a refrigerator. Does your cooktop slide out of the van? Does your does it slide out of the back or is it inside? No, it's inside. It's like countertop, cooktop, um, sink, okay. uh, 15 gallon water tank, three lithium batteries, uh, solar. So I can yeah. be off grid for days at a time. Yeah. And uh, standing desk, sitting desk, swivel yeah. seat. Like, it, it's very comfortable. Right. And does it say Wonderless PT? It's on the it side doesn't. And while that would be fun to do, it you lose the stealthness uh-huh. of it. Right. And so parking in the community town lot or, yeah, you, get you know, fun. yeah. So <laughs> while that would be fun, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. Um, and also people, I feel like it's you're more of a target for... Yeah weirdos yeah, maybe sure, I don't sure. know. what's the most remote place that you've gone oh i don't mm, remote place. i mean you said we have a, a, a satellite internet so mm, mm-hmm. stuff i'm like you're clearly going somewhere remote like have you gone like in the middle of like blm land like in the middle of yeah nowhere? 
Yeah. I remember specifically driving, I think it was in Nevada mm-hmm. and uh, the gas tank was getting low and there's a point where like the next gas station isn't for 80 miles and you're like, am I going to make it? And do we have cell service? Like that's, that's the first thing that popped into my mind when you were like, what's the most remote place you've ever been. Uh, but recently we were in the mountains in North Carolina fly fishing and um, we didn't have good internet. So we had to like move for internet. And that's when we were like, Ooh, we need to get Starlink so that yeah. we don't, so that we can fly fish and have internet at the same time so that we can work and fly fish at the yeah. same time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, do you just love sleeping in the van and hanging out in there? And does it get old after a while? Maybe, maybe I would say like, maybe after like eight weeks, I'm craving something different. Um, but, but it's cozy. Yeah. I don't know. Before your house. Yeah. Did you live, did you have any, or you were only in the van for a while? I I was, before I bought my house, I was, uh, pretty much in the van in my sister's driveway Mm -hmm. and it was COVID. So there was the, like, don't get near me to part. Um, so yeah, it was. I was yeah, a little so you'd bit like going to your sister's house to shower, but when she was yeah, like, yeah, wild. put the mask on and like shower, and then be like, okay, see you, or like sit outside in the right. garage, and everyone had to sit six feet apart. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Thinking yeah. about that far, yeah, like wow. And it's the funny thing is, it's not been almost four. It's hadn't been four years yet. Right, it feels like years ago. Glad that that's glad it's over. <laughs> what um. Okay, so let me ask you, if someone's watching and they want to travel, what are the like two or three things they need to know about travel PT or why they should travel or what they should avoid? Yes. Um, What I hear most from people is, well, can I travel as a new grad? Uh, And the quick answer is yes, absolutely, and you should. Uh, But people say these things for, or people, professors, maybe other people say, you shouldn't travel as a new grad because you're not going to have mentorship or you're going to get thrown to the wolves or... Um, and there are ways that you can prevent those things, asking the right questions on the interview, knowing what you're getting into, educating yourself beforehand. Um, but you should and you can. And I have coached hundreds of new grads to be successful, confident travelers. Yeah. Uh, one thing you could. One of the biggest mistakes, I would say, is waiting to travel. Because the you can make almost double basically as a traveler really yeah wow and what are the salaries or hourly wages people are getting you should expect is there like range of- i got a text today for i don't even know twenty five hundred dollars a week like over twenty five hundred dollars a week that's it's rare it's 10k a month it's that's yeah dope. yeah that's and that that could be taken too yeah. like net after you pay taxes um but by waiting to travel like if you're like oh i just want to get a year of experience first a few things you should know. One, 80% of the jobs are the same jobs that you would be applying for if you were a new grad to move to that area right. and apply for a job. 80% of the jobs are looking for permanent staff. So same job. Uh, in fact, I got a message or from somebody who said, I finally decided to travel. And uh, I was like, oh, great. How's it going? Um, and he's like, good. In fact, I was working in my perm job and I was working next to a traveler. So he was working as a new grad next to a traveler in the same job, doing the same job, probably getting paid half. So 
biggest mistake is waiting to travel. Uh, you just have to know what to look out for in the jobs. And yeah. Why did why do you think professors tell people they shouldn't travel as new grads? Hmm. I, mean, uh, I, got, I know why. I think why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I sat next to a few, um, and uh, they they then leave the system. You know, the therapists leave the system and they don't have the staff that they need in order to help uh, for them to work at the hospital, the local hospital yeah. or the. Um, so I think some of them are better in that way. Yeah. Uh, some of them genuinely think that they're going to get taken advantage of, thrown to the wolves. And that can happen, perm or travel. It doesn't matter. There are shitty jobs out there, whether it's a perm job or a travel job. Again, you just have to make sure that you know what to look out yeah. for. Yeah. What's the like? What's the biggest number one red flag someone should work out look out for when looking for a job or a travel position? Oh my gosh, there's so many. I can't say that there's one. Um, but red flags are interviewing, asking the right questions. I want to say that a hundred times. Yeah. But like, uh, for example. In my first job, I was coming from an outpatient clinic where I was seeing 20 plus people a day, working 14 hours a week, or 14 hours a day, like mm. um, a great experience, but burnout ensued like pretty yeah. quickly. And when I interviewed for a job, I said, what's your productivity? Like I knew the question to ask, what's your productivity? And they said 90%. And I thought, okay, I'm doing 90% right now in the current outpatient job that I'm working in. Um, but it was a skilled nursing facility. And 90% productivity in a skilled nursing facility is different than in an outpatient. So I would say you don't know what you don't know right. as a new traveler. Um, and asking the right questions on the interview can help throw up red flags like that. Yeah. Uh, in, in that job, they didn't even provide us with a computer where we could document point of care. So they wanted a 90% productivity, but we couldn't document at point of care. Um, one. Two. What does 90% productivity mean? You see 90% of a full caseload or... I don't even know. You, yeah, you are so lucky that you don't even know that. <laughs> idea. Cheers to that. That's great. Yes, that's good. You don't even need to know because you never had to work in an insurance model. That's great. That's really great. Fun. It means you are, it's, it means in an eight hour day, you are billing, you have billable time for 90% of the day. Okay. So you're billable hours. And if you can't document at point of care and you can't find a blood pressure cuff that works and you have to walk to the bathroom and yeah. Mrs. Jones is toileting and like, it's something like seven hours and I, I have to yeah. do the math, but it's like seven hours and 36 minutes has to be doc, uh, billable time. Out of an eight hour day? Out of an eight hour day. When I was a bike messenger, I get billable hours for toileting because you just didn't, when you left the court, you made sure you did the toileting before you left. There you go. That's when the time stopped. Right, exactly. <laughs> So uh, that's the, that's the productivity. Okay. And I'm glad that you don't know that. I have no idea. That's great. <laughs> There's like, oh, yeah. But I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's really funny. Do you you have a list of like uh, interview questions? Yes. Yep. Is there like a is that a freebie thing? Or? It is. Yep. Right on my website. How do people go get that? Wonderlustpts.com. Uh, and right on my website there, there's uh, freebies or downloads. And you can find it right there, right on the homeage too. There's the 10 must ask interview questions. Okay. Awesome. We'll put yep. like a link to that show notes. Yeah. Thank if you. If anyone actually looks at the show notes yeah. anymore. But yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Awesome. Um, that's awesome. What's the number one thing? What's the biggest lever you've pulled in the last few years to, that's moved the needle for you in your business in terms of saving more time, making more money. Mm -hmm. So is there one thing or two things that you've done that's made the biggest difference? Yeah. 
Um, I think that depending on where you are in your business, the answer changes. When I first started with you, the answer was just find somebody who's been there and done that yeah, and follow what they say. So I would say that was the beginning lever of yeah. like, I don't need to reinvent the wheel because you've already been there and done that. So you tell me this is what you should do and this is how you should do it. So I'd say that's one of the bigger levers. In the last year, something that I'm most proud of is uh, now I have a team behind me. And that team is able to, because of that, I can help more people. I can serve more people because we're able to respond to more people. We're able to reach out to more people um, in a different way. So I would say later in business, it's hiring a team. And being able to buy back your time. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. So those are two things. Yeah, yeah. On different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. First is like, I don't know what I'm doing. And now it's how do I get my time back? Mm -hmm. um, or how do I help more people? Yeah, that's really cool. You know, you're, you're leveraging your time using automation. So what's the number one like software automation type of thing that's like made you the most money, saved you the most time, or been the most helpful? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people think about social media when they think about online business. And I'm fortunate that I didn't build my business relying on social media. Right. And while social media is an important part of growing an online business or could be an important part of growing an online business, the magic happens in the email list, uh -huh. still in my opinion. Yeah. That's where the conversions happen. So if you have an online business, if you're growing a brand, um, use social media to grab emails mm -hmm. and to provide value to your list and to get them to understand who it is, who you are and, and what you do. But importantly, grab emails and grow your email list and serve them through emails. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's what's worked for me. Opinion works for yeah. Me yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Social media is great, but it can go away tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah. you can still collect all of those emails. I've had people say to me, I want to grow an online business, but I hate social media. Yeah. Me too. Right. Me too. But you're still on social media. I am. Yeah. Not as... Not as much as, much you as I should be, but you were even on it before I like we started working together. Yeah. You were there. You had a presence. You had things yeah. going on. Mm -hmm. It's not your number one thing. And I think that I think there's two pieces, two things that I want to uh, emphasize. Number one, you want an online business, you have to be online and mm -hmm. social media. Yeah. Or you can pay someone else to do a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but you also grew your business through like internet search and creating uh, blogs and, you know, and now is a different time than five years ago. Totally. And it was uh, 2016 is when yeah. I launched the blog. So it used to be that before social, before Instagram, before people were searching YouTube, it was you went on Google and you typed in how to be a travel physical therapist and my blog popped up. And now people are searching on Instagram or YouTube or so. If you're online somewhere, just get good at mm. one piece of it, whether it's YouTube or blog or right. Instagram, and um, just concentrate yeah. on one thing. And you don't have to do all of it. And you're on social media, but you're not on, Jess isn't on social media. You have a presence, but you're like, you've got a VA doing a lot of that. I do. Yep. Yep. I, I'll like, a, we'll record this. I'll send it. Um, they'll edit it. They'll chop it up. Even there's AI software that will chop it up and edit it right. for us. Um, and so we don't have to be the ones that are doing the thing. Right. Are you more comfortable on social media now? I'm getting there. <laughs> it helps. Thanks, Odell Miller, too. Just to document your journey, just document your day. Right. right. Be pollen awesome. smoothie. What else should I ask you about? Besides skiing? Uh, I think that it 
it's really important for PTs to know what opportunities are out there and that their beliefs around what is possible as a PT are only limited by what they've seen and what they've done so far. So expose yourself to other people doing the things or thinking outside of the box because absolutely anything is possible. And I talked about uh, at our retreat, reading the four hour work week and the impact that that had on me in September of 2017, when I read a page in the four hour work week that said, people don't want to be millionaires. They want the lifestyle of the freedom that the millionaires have. So how can one then have that kind of freedom without having a million dollars in the bank? Mm -hmm. And that just that concept alone is what got my mind thinking of, well, yes, I'm a physical therapist. Yes. I serve people. Um, you know, one-on-one and, but how can I step outside? How can I serve in a different way? Um, any, absolutely anything is possible. How can I live in a van on the beach and then be skiing and then still serve people and do multi five figure months? Like it just, anything is possible. And there are new grads graduating in the program now, Odell and uh, Maria, who are just crushing it five figures right out of school. Um, so you can do it. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't. And, um, and if somebody does, have they been there? Have they done that? And if they haven't, then maybe just take it with a grain of salt, (laughs) uh, because anything is possible. That's, that's for sure. That's awesome. Um, what was the best thing? What was the best, uh, one more question. Best, uh, thing about skiing last few days. Okay. Uh, like run thing, whatever, like what happened? Like, did would you pick up? What we do? There's so many, but one hanging out with you because you get like a coaching session while skiing with Aaron. Um, and it's like a metaphor too for doing hard things, right? Like, we went down hard slopes and you push me outside of my comfort zone to do more difficult things. Um, both in business and skiing. Right. Um, you know, but, it's funny because you're you're really graceful and good at skiing and you're same with your business. You just need some pushes sometimes, right. you know, and like in both. Like, I'm like, hey, you're really good. In it just comfort zone. <laughs> nice. Insert clip of skiing now. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hit the, but you hit the mogul. Like, I'm like, wow, she's like, that's better than I can do it. You know? I don't know if I've ever done, I like hit them and I'm like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. Right. But if you've never skied in conditions like this then yeah we got really lucky it's beautiful yeah that's it's awesome, awesome. Yeah. very cool okay so where do people find you if they want to connect with you yes wonderlustpts.com is my blog at wonderlustpts on instagram youtube all the places yeah yeah email email yeah. wonderlustpts info yeah. at wonderlustpts.com But yeah, would love to hear from you, even if it's just a, hey, saw the podcast. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Um, This is great. Anything else? Any question for me or anything before we finish? Uh, Yeah. What was your favorite part? Um, God, I think my favorite part from the last few days was there are two. It was that like blue run that we hit that had like three inches of powder over the boat moguls like that. And then also seeing Maria go from unsure to like a very confident skier. So good. It was so good. Also another metaphor for her and her business too. She takes action. She is. And we gave her a, a, a social media strategy to get more leads for a brand new program that she implemented the first day and got like 20 something. She ran Facebook ads Yeah, and got 
leads in from Facebook ads yeah. and well, yeah. that was over the weekend and yeah. I was talking like yesterday. Just yesterday, like, yeah. Like twenty something people. I'm like, Yeah. Sign ask for ask about this program and apply. Yeah. That was dope. She's great. She dope. takes action. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Sian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Maria. Yeah. If uh she's the what is it? She's the cheer doctor. The cheer doctor, yeah. yep. Check her cheer out. Doctor. And um, that's like that's another I just People need to know she's niched into cheerleaders. She's a physical therapist who is niched into cheerleaders and she's a new grad and like anything is possible. And if you, I think there's a marketing saying the riches are in the niches, right? Yep. So like just anything is possible. You can work with your target market. You can, um, you can create anything you want to. It's just yeah. a matter of how do you do that? Reach out to this guy. How do you do it? Take yeah. action on it. Yeah. Yeah. Ask him. <laughs> appreciate you so much thank nice. you for doing this thank you, know. you this is great and thank you for the uh the honey uh the bee pollen bee i think i drank it because i was wasn't talking as much as you. yeah well thank you it. we'll see you guys on the next episode yeah hey what's up it's aaron thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show if you have an established pt business and you want to 10x your marketing time income impact and scale your business to multiple six or seven figures then i'd love to invite you to join me or someone on my team for a free strategy and scale session on this call we'll help you get clear on your goals identify the obstacles in your way uncover the hidden opportunities in your business and then we'll map out a three-step action plan so that you have more fun help even more people make even more money much quicker and you'll leave the session feeling clear confident and excited about taking your physical therapy business to the next level. Sound good? If that's a yes, just DM me the word call over on Instagram at Aaron LeBauer, and I'll get back to you with all the details. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week on the show.